Hey there. Ever feel like you just need a break from the day-to-day of work, put on that out of office and be alongside peers learning from fellow nonprofits and industry experts on what they see working when it comes to fundraising, marketing, growing a monthly giving program, retention, everything that encompasses what you do? Well, if so, I have two events for you to mark down. June 4th and 5th is Donor Perfect's Community Conference Spark. It is for any fundraiser wanting to excel in donor management, program innovation, community engagement, and organizational growth, and it is free. So click the link in the show notes to register. And then an event that I have attended three years in a row is the NEO Summit, combining practical, actionable, and very data-informed content with also this really electric and immersive atmosphere. The NEO Summit is more than just a conference. It is a really fun and great place to get away from your desk and innovate your fundraising and accelerate your impact. So you can join hundreds of your fellow nonprofit professionals in Indianapolis in September on the 18th and 19th. And you can save $600 on your ticket right here. It is the lowest price available anywhere. So click the link in the show notes for both of these events. They are incredible. They put on an incredible speaker presentation, all tons of great resources for you. Invest in yourself and the growth of your organization by attending these two phenomenal events. She has nine videos on her grid. The rest of her old posts are completely deleted because she looked at her data and she realized that reels were providing the majority of her reach. And it's honestly the direction that Instagram is going as a business. Hey there, you're listening to the Missions to Movements podcast, and I'm your host, Dana Snyder, digital strategist for nonprofits and founder and CEO of Positive Equation. This show highlights the digital strategies of organizations making a positive impact in the world. Ready to learn the latest trends, actionable tips, and the real stories from behind the feed? Let's transform your mission into a movement. Welcome back to another episode of the Missions to Movements podcast. Are there any content creators listening today? Or maybe you're tasked with creating content as a team of one. We tend to ask ourselves daily, what should I post on social media? What can I say that's going to generate engagement? Will this create the impact I'm desiring? But what if we took a different approach to these questions and instead asked, What would my audience find valuable today? How can I start a conversation here? What's the right next step or call to action for someone to take after viewing this post? Would I engage with this post? Totally different spin, right? Write these questions down in your notes and ask yourself these questions when you're going through the content creation process because we spend so much time on content that oftentimes it's only reaching one to 3% of our audience. So what's the point, right? How can we work smarter and not harder? So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you three tips to make your content stand out and hopefully save you some time as well. So tip number one is document everywhere you're publishing content. Document it. Start to assess what's working and what's not. Really think about it. I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about emails. I'm talking about blogs. I'm talking about social media. Document every single place 
that you are publishing content. And this might be that you're publishing for other organizations as well. Write those down too. And ask yourself, what's working, what's not? Start to look at the data. Where do you spend the most amount of time? Think about it. When you write down all these places that you're publishing content, where are you spending the most amount of time? Second, what channels are driving the most website traffic? You've heard me talk about this, but Google Analytics is your go-to for figuring this out. Which social media channel is driving the most website traffic? And then where do you see the most engagement and communication from your supporters? Where is there the most back and forth? Where are relationships being built for you? Is that in a Facebook group? Is that in Instagram DMs? And then you really think about, then what platforms should you be on, right? When we're doing this assessment, that's really the answer we want to find out is, is our time best spent on these particular platforms? Which leads me into tip number two. You don't have to be on every platform. I am giving you permission. (laughs) You do not have to be on every platform. I agree with something Lindsay Lachelle said on the We Are For Good podcast, and it's something I've put into practice. I am not active on Twitter, but I know that people in my audience might be. So instead of just not having an account there, I have one, but my bio, my profile says, not here much, find me on LinkedIn. And I have a pinned tweet to my profile with links of top resources and trainings that I have. So it's not that I don't have a profile there, I do. I'm just not active and I'm letting people know and then I'm giving them the ways that they can find me and I'm giving them some tools and resources right pinned to the top. Also, there's this new interesting trend that I've seen happening in the entrepreneurship space on Instagram as well. And it's this thought of a nine grid. So only having nine posts on your feed that represent who you are, what you do, why you do it, how to get involved, your values, relevant programs, you name it. The core nine things about your organization. So Jordan Gill and an upcoming guest, Pre, made me aware of this. And it's actually pretty interesting. Jordan Gill, you can follow her biz on Instagram. She's already implemented this nine grid approach. You can follow her at Systems Saved Me. And she has nine videos on her grid. The rest of her old posts are completely deleted because she looked at her data and she realized, kind of similar to what I'm seeing too, and maybe you as well, when you look at your insights on Instagram, she realized that reels were providing the majority of her reach. And it's honestly the direction that Instagram is going as a business. So the logic of just having posting nine videos specifically is because through Facebook Ads Manager, you can retarget people who have watched your videos, which is brilliant. So the people that come on there, they may watch the video, boom, they are now in Instagram and like Facebook's data so that you can retarget them with ads. So, so smart. So those are on her feed, the nine posts. And then she continues to post reels, but just not to her feed. But hello, they do end up on your feed as you're scrolling because that's what Instagram is pushing. So when you post a reel, you have the option for it to say, I would like it to show up like on my profile feed, or you can just share it as a reel, which just goes into, there's a separate reels tab on Instagram, but likely in the coming months, most likely 
that probably maybe won't exist anymore. And it'll just be one full nine by 16 vertical feed of mostly video content. And our photos will probably also be turning in. Actually, it is turning into nine by 16. This has already been testing on some platforms. I've had friends tell me that their feed is purely all vertical. So this is happening. So whether or not you have a post on your feed, quote unquote, or not, it will end up being there. So I am 99.9% sure I'm going to work on testing this myself. So go follow my Instagram account at positive equation with one E and DM me with your email if you want a heads up when I change my account to see what it looks like and kind of what my thought process was for why I chose video posts that I did. And this strategy immediately, if you think about it, removes a ton of work. Then you really just think about how can I bulk produce just reels, right? Which leads me to tip number three, slow down the creating to exponentially grow by planning. So really think about this. Like, can I slow down? Can I think about what's coming up? What are we working on? And again, I have a series of questions for you here. When you're trying to think about what to share, ask yourself these questions. Number one, what are you and or your organization an expert on? And make a list. Literally make a list of all the things that you think you could talk about. If somebody approached you and you could talk about it for 20 minutes and have a conversation and go back and forth and be engaging and dynamic and think about what those things would be, right? Then number two is what questions can you answer about those topics and write them out? So if I'm an expert on digital marketing, what are, oh my gosh, a slew, right, of questions that might come up around that topic? And just start to write out common questions that you might get asked all the time. And then number three, where are people looking for answers to those questions? Is it something that someone might Google search for? Are they going to be going to YouTube because it's more of a visual thing that they want to learn, like a how-to? Is it Instagram? If it's maybe location-based or they want to see examples of something, Facebook groups, are they trying to get community feedback on something? Pinterest, right? From a visual, again, kind of like a how-to, getting examples of things. So really think about what are you an expert on? What questions can you answer about those topics? And where are people looking for answers to those questions? And then start to create content in bulk for the platforms that make sense, which this just syncs right back up with tip number one. Where should you be? Where are people looking for these questions? And then how can you really efficiently in bulk create content for those platforms? And really, that's how you stand out. By being a valuable source of information, can you be entertaining? Does being funny make sense? But sometimes it's just straight up being real about, I know a lot about this topic. And so I'm going to share it. And that is helpful for a ton of people. So if you can kind of own that, and I'm not even going to get into SEO in this conversation because I have an expert guest coming up to talk about that in July. But SEO is a big part of this too. And honestly, that's going to make you stand out. Because if you're an expert in something, the more you can talk about it, the more like niche you can get into it, the more you're going to attract exactly the right person that wants to find that information. So overall, process is key. Document everywhere you're publishing content and come up with a process of where to post and why. Two, prioritize. 
You don't need to be on every platform, right? How often you are on some versus others. Three, produce. Slow down the creation, make quality content to exponentially grow and really create that content that's going to provide value. So right at the very beginning, going back to those questions that I mentioned, what would my audience find valuable today? How can I start a meaningful conversation here? And what's the right next step for that person and the right call to action for them to take after viewing this post? And would you engage with this post, right? Those are way more real and honest than, oh, is this gonna generate engagement? What should I just post today? We have to get something up. Don't post something if it's not meant to, right? That's not gonna help you stand out. So if you found this episode helpful, this was a a quick one, you know what to do. Drop five stars, leave a review, and I'm gonna send a big virtual hug your way. And click the show notes. In the show notes, there's a link. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, please let me know. You can drop and you can leave me a voice memo. And I love to hear those and answer them during solo episodes. And next week starts a four-part mini-series that I'm pretty stoked about, all about influencer marketing, brand ambassador programs, and generating UGC programs, user-generated content programs, to create advocates for your organization. So this series kicks off Wednesday on overall trends and strategies in the influencer space from Lacey Miller from LoudCrowd. So make sure to subscribe and I will see you next Wednesday. Can you tell I love talking all things digital? To make this show better, I'd be so grateful for your feedback. Leave a review, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram stories and tag positive equation with one E so I can reshare and connect with you.